Pretty Dece, Pretty Dece, here we go. Facebook.com slash Pretty Show. It's time to geek out with Josh, your host. Rumors have been swirling this week about some maybe more specific details about Microsoft's upcoming Xbox consoles. And I'm here to break those down for you. What's up, everybody? I'm Josh Meek, the Uber Geek. This is Pretty Dece, your daily entertainment and pop culture show. And we've known, of course, that Microsoft is working on the next, next generation Xbox. So the the next iteration of the Xbox console. And we've known for a while that it's expected to arrive in 2020. And we've also known that the sort of code name for that overall console generation is Scarlet. Now we know, according to a report from Windows Central, that the specific codename of the console itself is Anaconda. And, uh, of course, Microsoft always has codenames for their consoles. The Xbox One was codenamed Durango. The Xbox One X was called Scorpio right up until, basically, it, it launched and became the Xbox One X. So, no surprise here that we have some codenames that won't end up being the final product names. Uh, at least, you know, that's really not how they've done it up until now. It seems like we're going to have a couple different uh, iterations or configurations of the console for this uh, Scarlet generation of consoles. It seems like Anaconda, the the console codenamed Anaconda, is going to be the beefy version of the console. So it will have the you know really good hardware and processors, all the chipsets from A and D. It'll probably also include storage options and you know all the things that uh, you know speed up your game and make your game cool and crazy and fast. But the interesting part is Microsoft is also working on a second console. That one's codenamed Lockhart. And that one will be kind of the more affordable option. So in the same way we have the Xbox One S and the Xbox One X right now, as far as two entry points into the same Xbox ecosystem, they're they're seemingly going to continue that into the next console generation, have that multi-tiered entry point. So you can buy into the crazy powerful or you can buy into the less powerful and maybe more uh, cheaper entry point to get you in there and get you buy-in games. Supposedly, both of these consoles will support backwards compatibility um, from, you know, Xbox, Xbox 360, and Xbox One, and including whatever games come out for this this new system. So that's good. I, I like the, I, the idea of this inclusion of backwards compatibility and keeping that running through all these consoles. That's the, the thing that sort of eases the pain of having to buy new consoles so frequently is that you can still play your old games. Now, these consoles are here, and I think that this is interesting, and I think that coming out with these is interesting. It also, part of this rumor is that Microsoft is preparing a disc-free version of the Xbox One S for sometime in 2019. So, as this console generation is kind of coming to an end, if, if, if we are looking at new next-generation Xboxes in 2020... We're very much getting close to the end of this console generation as far as the Xbox is concerned. And on the way out, Microsoft wants to sell a few more Xbox consoles. They're squeezing that price down even more, most likely, by removing the disk drive, which means that it would be a download-only console. So, aimed at people who don't care about physical media, 
aimed at people who don't have a current game collection, like a physical game collection, and really pushing us into that world that Microsoft wanted to be in at the start of this console cycle, where your your system was always connected to the internet and you were downloading all of your games and really getting into that kind of like iOS vibe where you don't really own anything. You just are essentially downloading the license to be able to run these games. That's the business that, that Microsoft would like to be in. Uh, that's, that's no, that's no secret. That's the business that everyone who sells you video games would like to be in making physical products and shipping them to stores and stocking them on shelves and, and going through all that expense is exactly that it's expensive. It is a thing that, that companies wish they didn't have to do if they could just flip a switch on a server and it appears online and they send it over the internet pipes to your console and that's the entire transaction. That's that's much improved as far as they're concerned and their bottom line is concerned. So I think that diskless version of the Xbox One S is maybe the most interesting thing about Microsoft's upcoming rumored Xbox consoles because that might really push things as far as what people are willing to be okay with as far as as gaming consoles go. Obviously, their phones have really gotten them used to that idea of going to an app store and clicking buy on games and apps and downloading them to my system and having them all right there and and it being a bit more ephemeral. So, So moving that into the console market, I'm sure, is something that Microsoft is looking to do. Now, along with that, downloading games and having it just there in the download version, Microsoft seems to be really wanting to focus on what they're calling xCloud, which is their game streaming service. So we've known the name xCloud for a while. Microsoft is planning to open up public trials of this service next year, which means you'll be able to stream Xbox games to your console, to your computers, to your phones, to whatever device they release, you know, the little app for it to run on. That could also very much bridge that gap for a diskless version of a console and get you very deep into the ecosystem of of not owning physical media and just, you know, paying your Xbox Live subscription, maybe paying a little bit more, and then getting to stream these games. That's really what they want you to do. Now, along with this, with this you know new console coming out in 2020 and still having the tiered um, uh, console setup where they're doing the the more entry level one and then the the bigger beefier version, it really as I was I was comparing this to Apple and iOS, this really feels like the Apple model, and I, I wonder how much of a jump this will be as far as console cycles go. You know, in, in the past, we really made huge strides as new consoles came out. You know, when you when you went from, for example, the NES to the Super NES, games looked radically different. Here, I, I wonder if we'll see that much of a radical change. Obviously, something like the Switch has really kind of thrown a wrench into the plans of, of some console manufacturers, I would imagine, it's a system that came out and was technically less powerful and has been a huge, massive success. So it really makes you question how much a ridiculously powerful game console is needed to to sell a bunch. So I'm, I'm really wondering 
you know, this is a long way of saying, I'm really wondering if the consoles we see in 2020, how much powerful they're going to be than the current Xbox One S. Is this, is this Microsoft getting into an incremental upgrade system where every year, every two years, a new Xbox comes out, it's a little bit more powerful than the last one. Your games load a little bit faster. Maybe they look a little bit, bit better. Maybe they can use a few other rendering techniques on your console that they couldn't in the past. But for the most part, it, it, it stops becoming this console generation that changes every 10 years or so. And it becomes this fluid thing where you think about upgrading your console every couple years. Or you decide, I can wait till the next one comes out and it's only two years away. Uh, I think that's a business that Microsoft would like to be in, and I think that that's maybe where things are going. It'll just be interesting to see if that's something that they push really hard, kind of starting with this next cycle of consoles. So a lot of things that we need answered, but a lot of fun things there to speculate about as far as the upcoming Xbox consoles go. And again, we are looking at uh, Codename Anaconda and Codename Lockhart, Xbox consoles coming out in 2020. So that's going to do it for Pretty Dece for today. Thank you very much for joining me to talk about Xbox consoles at length. Uh, Certainly a fun one to speculate about. If you'd like to support Pretty Dece, you can do so. Visit prettydeceshow.com slash listener support to find out those details. And of course, download this show from your favorite podcast delivery platform, or check out the YouTube channel. Just visit youtube.com slash for that link. And finally, hit me up on social media. Let me know what you think about these consoles, what they'll be like, how powerful they're going to be. You can find me on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Show. <laughs>